Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time uh, last week at the World Outreach Church here in Tulsa. We just finished the prayer conference, attending that, and then spoke at our home church. Folks were so hungry. We had a wonderful time. If you're anywhere near the Seminole, Texas uh, area this next weekend, we'll be at Transformation Church Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll have a great time getting into the Word of God. There's something about gathering all the more as you see the day approaching. So that's what the End of Days Update is all about. We're looking at things that are blatantly help us see the day approaching. Now, why would we get into it? it uh, in times is so that we accelerate. I hear people say, well, it's just an escape theology. No, as you see the finish line, you run faster. So everything we'll get into is because he, he wants us to accelerate and do the will of God. And he loves us. He wants us excited. He wants us happy. Can you imagine the night before you get married to be bummed out? You're about to get married. No, there should be a radical expectation. We're about to see the king. So a lot keeps happening all over the earth that are so blatantly pointing to his return. So we look at the different things, specifically, you know, the Ezekiel 38 war happens just after the rapture. So you're seeing the setup for that right now. Uh, yet the second coming has sign after sign after sign after sign. The rapture signless. So you kind of have to you know look at the second coming and back up seven years and, and look where we are. So we're there. I mean, it's, 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 it's on us right now. So a lot of big things keep being negotiated over that are leading to the Ezekiel 38 war. So let's start with Iran. Uh, it was kind of a pessimistic mentality this last week when the negotiations with Iran. The EU said that things looked better and they may be able to, to have an agreement. But Secretary of State Blinken with the United States, he was pretty pessimistic. And he even said twice, this was interesting how he said this, he said, uh, Iran is very, very soon to have a nuclear weapon. Then he said it again a couple minutes later, very, very soon. It was like he was trying to get it across to everybody. Look, this is getting ready to happen. Reason being was uh, the United States intelligence just gave him information that Iran has a brand new underground enrichment center right next to uh, Natanz, where the one they blew up in 2020. And it's so uh, underground. It's 75 to 150 meters below the surface of the earth. It's in a, underneath a mountain range with uh, 2.5 meters of concrete around it basically making it impervious from from attack from the air. So that's why he was a little freaked out. Like here, uh, Iran uh, announces this. Well, Iran didn't announce it, but the U.S. figured it out. So a brand new underground enrichment uh, facility that, that that he even mentioned the, the higher technology, technology that Iran has. So with that, you had Israel do an aero test this last week, uh, firing the missiles way up into the atmosphere, took out every single ballistic missile that was fired at it. They did that, basically preparing for, for Iran. So, man, everything is in preparation, back and forth, back and forth. There was so much more that went with that, How uh, the what was brought out about why he was pessimistic about the agreement. But then you go over to Russia. And this was intriguing. You know how Russia's got all their troops on the border of the Ukraine? It looks like they're ready to invade. The newspapers, all the articles are all out there. They're ready to invade. I'm intrigued to hear what the intelligence report was that they have to invade soon because Putin doesn't have the money to stay there like that. Another intelligence report came out and said that, that Russia was going to go ahead and fire at themselves inside the border of the Ukraine and make it look like the Ukraine was firing on them and they were going to retaliate and start the war there in the Ukraine. So crazy. So when some things got mentioned to their foreign 
minister, he said, you know what? We're not just going to do this because of NATO. We're going to move hypersonic missiles back into Cuba, just like the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962. When you got hypersonic missiles in Cuba, okay, regular missiles could make it to the United States in five minutes. The hypersonic missiles are five times faster. America would have one minute to prepare for a nuclear attack, 60 seconds. So there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe that I know they're going to negotiate over that. But just the blatancy uh, of Russia in your face uh, saying they're going to do all this and then blaming the United States and then blaming NATO. It's intriguing that Russia keeps trying to take over a stance of, of being aggressive just like Hitler and then blaming everybody else. So wild. Then you had that massive uh, uh, volcanic eruption in Tonga. It was so big, you had tsunami reports all over the Pacific. Uh, they said it was uh, ten, like a 10, 10 megaton bomb going off. It could be felt from all over the place. You know, that's one of the few volcanoes that erupted huge lately, but there's been so many more that are almost as strong. It just hasn't gotten that much publicity. This one's so bad, people can't even tell what, what's happening there. The underground uh, in, uh, cables got cut off. Uh, the, the, the phone signals got cut off. So they're basically very isolated. So I think that's a precursor to what you're going to see right here for the coming of the Lord. You had North Korea fire off another ballistic missile test. And uh, they're getting so blatant about what they're doing. So you got China, North Korea, and you got Russia uh, doing all the things that the Bible said you'd see them do just before the coming of the Lord. And specifically in, in Israel, you have all these things leading up to the Temple Mount. I mean, it's amazing that the, the coordinates for the Temple Mount and then the area of the Judea and Samaria are getting ready to come to the forefront. So we're watching everything the Bible said you'd see just before he returns. So it's exciting. I mean, Jesus said, lift up your head your redemption is drawing nigh, indicating you could be downtrodden. So the whole point of hearing about the coming of the Lord is so that you have excitement. You're not downtrodden. So we get into these things because the more you, the more joy you have, the more strength you have. So we need to accelerate. So all these things happening all over the world, uh, little things happening with Abbas and Hamas, little things happening with Israel and, and Syria. So uh, it was kind of quiet in Syria this last week, but uh, we, we always go back to the Word of God to find out what's the Scripture say. All all these things come and go, but the word never changes. The signs are blatant. They're concise. They're exact. And signs aren't there to scare you. Signs are there to tell you, hey, you're heading toward the, your destination. So number one, Israel made a nation. Uh, Jerusalem won back in 67. So Jesus said the generation sees those two events won't pass away till all is fulfilled. So we're privileged. We're blessed to see uh, verses come to pass. Think about it. For every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, eight times more about the second coming. So you have those two main signs. Then you have the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. I mean, you have the, t the building is just like the Tower of Babel in Strasbourg, France. Uh, pretty remarkable. And France's president got rotated into his rotation to be the president over the EU this year. All these things are coming together. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. You have animals in position. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount this last year. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. That was prophesied 2,700 years ago. The remarkable thing, five or six weeks ago, you had the Dead Sea turned blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was. And that's absolutely amazing. But what's even crazier is it happened on the Day of Atonement. 
So the Lord's just blatantly showing people, I, my blood was shed for you. Even the amount of sin that was in Sodom and Gomorrah, the Son of God paid for that 2,000 years ago. Wow. Then you go after that, you have the Temple Mount, ritual baths filled with water, Sea of Galilee overflowing. You have all these things coming together. 172 different species of predatory birds started showing up in the land of Israel. I mean, you got the cleanup crew in Israel. After the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to come clean the land up. Seven years later at the Battle of Armageddon, he calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up again. So you got fish in position, birds in position, foxes in position, all these different groups. And so, so we, we have all these individual perfect signs. I mean, you had uh, scorpions sting people in Egypt just the other day. Radical. Locust a couple of weeks ago in the southern part of South Africa. Uh, you had this week, I hadn't got into it, I forgot about it, in the center of China, one of the main cities there, there was a bat, massive covert outbreak. The problem was they tried to contain this because people were hemorrhaging. A completely different response to the virus than you've seen before. So these are all the things that the Bible said you'd see just before the tribulation, and that's not even the trib. So uh, thank God Jesus said, be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. He said, in the world there'll be tribulation, but be of good cheer. He said, before Abraham was, I am. He said, a greater one than Solomon is here. So you have all those signs and you got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, radical, uh, four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row? NASA calls it a tetrad. Four in a row, 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1492 when the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. And 1948 when Israel's regathered. So you have signs in the heavens. And then you had the Bethlehem Star last year. Boy, we don't hear much talked about that. That's such a major deal. Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus coming together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News, we have a celestial event. Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus, Bethlehem Star. First time in 2,000 years. Many more things in the heavens signifying certain things and certain dates. So there's a precision to it that's absolutely remarkable. Why? Jesus is about to come back. So you have asteroids. I mean, you need to go on NASA's new asteroid site because the old one was good. This one gives you more information. There was so much leading up to the latter part of December about massive asteroids coming by. They all flew by. The problem is most of the ones they're seeing now are after the fact. And then the measurements of them are so huge. So you're seeing an uptick in that, uptick in earthquakes, uptick in everything. Basically, uh, birth pains or contractions just before the trib because Jesus is about to come back. What do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, be more engaged, be more in position, have all hands on deck. This is the time to go for it. This is it. People say, well, we've been hearing this all of our lives. Well, you're, you're uh, uh, producing scripture right there because the Bible said there'd be mockers in the last days. Well, you know what? Uh, uh, there is a generation that's going to be here just before he comes. Just like Anna and Simeon knew they wouldn't see death until they saw the Messiah. They were divinely instructed. It's the word crematazio, just like Noah was divinely instructed to build the ark. If they could be divinely instructed in the Old Testament, they'd see Jesus. We can be divinely instructed in the New Testament. So we have all of these signs to show us how close we are. Wow, aren't we blessed? How cool to all of a sudden see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. All of a sudden, in a moment, the twinkling of an eye, uh, the last trump, this, this mortal is going to put on immortality. The stain of Adam is going to be taken off of us. We're going to have brand new bodies. My weight is perfect. I'm just not the right height. So I'm looking forward to getting some uh, uh, different activities here in my glorified body. No, I think I'll be the same height as this, but I know I guarantee you I'll be thinner and I'll never gain weight again. Hallelujah. So uh, have a blessing. 
last week. We'll come back next week and look at what's happened with Iran, negotiation there, and probably something will have happened with Russia because we're right on the threshold of great, great changes coming. Uh, the Lord loves you, wants to strengthen you, wants to bless you. We want you to have a wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. What love to overshadow.